0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
1: This is Monday Matinee on the Mutual Audio Network. Come on, let's all go to the lobby. Because people are staring at us listening to these shows while we're in the theater.
2: The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance.
3: I, I have to tell you something first. Oh,
4: Eve, why are you making me crazy? I love you. You're here. Please. What, what is it? What? What is it you have to tell me, Eve? Look at me and tell me.
5: Hello, and welcome to Reimagined Radio. I'm John Barber, producer and host. Thank you so much for listening. Reimagined Radio explores radio as a medium for storytelling with sound. This episode is titled Exuberance is Beauty. It was created by Donna Barrow-Green and is performed by actors from Illuminous Audio Productions of Portland, Oregon. Set in 1940s Portland, Exuberance is Beauty is a story about a secret love affair. Eve Miller, a young war widow, is passionately entangled with charming but married art professor Jeff Lambert. Their secret liaisons give Eve a romantic escape from her dark grief and bitter loneliness.
3: I was so lonely. I I know this isn't right. This us, but I will make up for it later. I'll go back to being a good person. This is all right. It's, it's all right for now, isn't it? What do you mean? I still have Nick's ring. As if I'm married, too, but of course...
4: Those earrings look
5: beautiful on you.
3: Oh, maybe I should cut my hair.
5: Yes, honestly.
3: You could do it.
5: <laughs> Exuberance's beauty is significant for several reasons. First, it is a contemporary interpretation of the biblical allegory of Adam and Eve and Eve's fall into desolation. It provides listeners access to Eve's internal monologue, which is not always the same as her public persona. In addition to drama, Exuberance's Beauty also provides a rich and detailed soundscape of post-World War II Portland, and the writing Production and acting are all first-rate representations of the creative talent in and around the Portland Metroplex. Exuberance is Beauty begins in Eve's home in the Selwood neighborhood of Portland. Jeff is there with her. Let's listen to Exuberance is Beauty.
3: Come in before anyone sees you.
4: We are very sly, aren't we? Oh my god, look at you. What is it? Is it because of me?
3: Oh, what are you talking about? You're teasing me.
4: Your cute shirt, shorts, and look at your hair and a scarf. So beautiful. I mean, you're so lovely, Eve. I can't take my eyes off of you. I can't help but want you. Here, darling, leave the scarf, won't you? Keep your hair like this. That's how I like it.
3: I know you do.
4: I brought you something.
3: I'm nervous. Don't give it to me, I'm too nervous.
4: (laughs) Don't give it to you. You're too nervous to take my present? Yes. I had no idea you were so silly. Shall I open it for you? Yes,
3: yes. And I'll close my eyes.
4: Eve, are you afraid I'll disappoint you?
3: No. I just... I... Surprises, they make me nervous.
4: All right, then. Close your eyes. You can open your eyes now, Eve.
3: Oh, I love them. Oh, they're so pretty.
4: May I put them on you?
3: Yes. Just let me admire them for another moment. Is it coral and silver?
4: Yes. Do you like them?
3: Oh, I love them. Did you pick them out just for me? Were you thinking of me when you bought them?
4: (laughs) What do you think? You are very silly about presents. How could I not have been thinking of you? You are in my thoughts every minute, Eve. Here, let me put them on you. Oh, they're stunning on you. With your eyes, oh, I thought they would be.
3: You're an expert at this. At what? Putting earrings on women's ears.
4: You are in a funny mood today, my dear girl. Is it because you're happy?
3: Oh, now look who's silly.
4: They're perfect on you. Mm.
3: I was wondering, well, do you think you could stay with me tonight? Shh, I can't. But this week, you said yourself you were home, that, that Margaret was on the coast...
4: You mad at me? Don't, don't be angry with me, Eve.
3: Oh, I, I'm not angry. I, I'm going to make some tea.
4: We should go somewhere. Let's, uh, let's go walk somewhere. It's, it's so beautiful. Don't
3: change the subject. I want you to stay with me tonight. All right. All right. I want to fix you something to eat. Are you hungry?
4: Miss, what's on the menu?
3: Here, I've been keeping eggs and ham warm. Rose hip jelly on your toast.
4: Very good. My compliments to the chef. And the waitress here is very attentive. And really stunning to look at. You are not going to eat?
3: Oh, they don't let the help eat on the job.
4: No, that's too bad. It's really quite good.
3: I'm glad you like it.
4: Your hair would be pretty short, like a film star.
3: My hair, I...
4: What do you think? This jelly is good. Did you make it? Of course. It really is. What is? The jelly. Come here. I think you would be beautiful with your hair shorter. I mean, you're beautiful now. Maybe. I think you would look like Greta Garbo used to look.
3: I don't think so. You're just flattering me.
4: No? Ingrid Bergman? Yes, that's exactly who you would look like. You really do look like Ingrid Bergman. Why didn't I see it before? You really are so lovely. I want so much of you, more than I can have.
3: You have all of me. Don't you know that, Jeff?
4: How did this come to be? What are you thinking?
3: Mm. If life could be a poem somehow, to me right now, here. It is like a poem. Can I tell you something? What is it? I was so lonely. I I know this isn't right, This us, but I will make up for it later. I'll go back to being a good person. This is all right. It's it's all right for now, isn't it? What do you mean? I still have Nick's ring. As if I'm married, too, but of course...
4: Those earrings look beautiful on you.
3: Oh, maybe I should cut my hair.
4: Yes, honestly?
3: You could do it.
4: (laughs) What do you mean I could do it? cut my hair. Really? You would trust me?
0: The April night is still and sweet, with flowers on every tree. Peace comes to them on quiet feet, but not to me. My peace is hidden in his breast, where I shall never be. Love comes tonight to all the rest, but not to me
3: just do it. Hurry, before I chicken out.
4: I'm scared. You you really want me to? Yes. I don't know, Eve. The more I think about it...
3: Jeff Lambert's scared? Why, I'd never. You promised to make me look just like Ingrid Bergman.
4: I know, but well, alright. So, to here, this short? Is is this where I should cut? Is, you know, well,
3: well, how far does it fall now?
4: It's so beautiful. Maybe we shouldn't.
3: Oh, I've never seen a man carry on so much.
4: To here. If we cut it, uh, you'll you'll seem altogether a different person. Your hair now, you look like a renaissance well, painting. Well, you have the
3: photographs you've taken. It'll it'll grow back. Please, darling. Please. I want to look like Ingrid Bergman. Are you ready? Ready. Wait!
4: It's too late, Eve. I, oh, I shouldn't have...
3: Oh, I'm teasing.
4: I don't think I can make it straight. Here, look in the hand mirror.
3: Well, you can't stop now. I don't think I'm going to look like a film star if you stop now. Oh, kiss me. Don't worry so much.
2: Hello? Hello? Evie? Oh, <gasps> I'm sorry. I'll be back in a moment.
3: Oh, come in. Come on in, Carmen. Uh, Let's go inside. What did you do to your
2: hair? Well, it's not finished. We were just... It's a mess. Uh, What are you doing with him? I... I I think he should leave. You should stop this now. I'm telling him to leave. Nothing is happening. Evie, this is happening. I can see it. What if someone saw him come in? What if I hadn't... What if it hadn't been me that stopped by? People stop by all the time. Oh, oh, I I didn't even consider. Oh, Carmen, I, I can explain everything. Can I come by tomorrow? Why don't I make an appointment for your hair? We can go later this afternoon. Ask him to leave. I'll fix it. I promise I'll come by tomorrow, all right? I'm worried about you. This is going to ruin your life, Eve. Don't you... It's foolish now, but I was going to tell you that Bill knows someone. He thought maybe you could come to dinner. Maybe... I'll come by tomorrow. I promise. Really, I will. Oh, Promise me you won't say anything to anyone. Of course. I don't like the look on your face. It scares me. I, I don't like him. He should know better. He's taking advantage of you with no risk to himself.
3: Oh, boy.
4: Yeah. Well, what should we do about your hair? Finish it. Alright, uh, I think it's done.
3: Well, can I look now? Well- makes me want to wear lipstick bright lipstick it makes me want to go out
4: so do you like it
3: i do it makes me want to go somewhere to do something glamorous like what oh maybe go to a movie
4: is a movie glamorous
3: (laughs) i i don't know it's provincial isn't it silly Uh, uh, what do you think
4: actually i think a movie sounds perfect Maybe we should go to the Moreland Theater tonight.
3: Oh, I—I I was thinking could drive us somewhere far.
4: No, we can't. Not with—not with this new you. What would your doppelganger, Ingrid, do?
3: Are you crazy? Uh, we can't go out together in Selwood.
4: Think like a femme fatale. We could walk in separately. Act like we don't know each other. And then we could both buy tickets, we could wait in the lobby as strangers, then we could find seats next to one another.
3: Oh, this does sound exciting. Yes.
4: You dress up.
3: Oh, not too much. Don't forget, I was raised in this town. I'm bound to run into someone. Besides, people will think I'm crazy if I show up in a taffeta.
4: All right. I should go get myself looking presentable and I'll meet you there ten minutes before the show. Just... Find a seat, make sure there's one available near you, and I'll come as a stranger.
3: Right beside me?
4: Yes, or if the theater's empty, a seat away, and that way no one will get suspicious.
3: Kiss me again, before we meet as strangers. How many? Just one.
6: All right, 32 cents.
3: All right, here you are. And a bag of popcorn, please.
6: That's three cents.
3: Thank you. Oh, do you expect a full
6: house tonight? It's not been too busy, you know, and a weekday. You know, probably not. But you never know, everyone loves Ingrid Bergman.
3: Yes, (laughs) that's what
4: I've
6: heard. And Gaslight, well, you know, the reviews are... Hey, you better get a seat. I've got someone behind you.
4: One for Gaslight, please.
6: Evie?
2: Oh, e- Evie, over here!
4: Excuse me, ladies.
2: Oh, excuse me. Isn't that the handsome professor everyone's talking about? The artist. Who? I... I didn't notice. Oh, how could you not? I hope he sits near me. Are You alone here, Evie? Yes, I wanted to get out. Oh, there's Kitty. Kitty, over here! Look who's here! Oh, its It's Evie!
1: Well, look at you, darling. You're looking very... Why, Evie, it's been quite a while since I've seen you looking so well.
2: Don't start, Kitty. She never learns, does she, Evie? No, I suppose not. I should go in. I just insist you sit with us.
1: Uh, Unless you're meeting someone. Of course not.
2: Do you recognize that man over there having a smoke?
1: I saw him on my way in. He's that newcomer to Selwood, isn't he? Married? A baby? I wouldn't know.
3: Oh, I wasn't asking you, dear. But who were you asking, Kitty? Would you mind trying to be cordial? Eve?
1: Cordial? What did I say? What did I say, Fran? Really, Eve. Kitty is just being Kitty. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm sorry, Evie. I... I have to remember you're more sensitive these days. Why, you just started going out again. But look, you look simply divine. She does, doesn't she? Are you still seeing Hank? Middle- I was never.
2: Now why did I think that? I have no idea. Well, Carmen said she was arranging it.
4: Excuse me, ladies.
2: Did you see that? He tipped his hat at us. Smiled, even.
4: I
1: heard He's a real playboy, but he was run out of Chicago where he grew up. Got himself in trouble with a young... He
3: didn't grow up in Chicago. He simply worked there. Well,
1: well. Look who knows Mr. Handsome's life history. Kitty,
3: please mind your own business and get control of your imagination. Oh, they flip the
2: lights. Won't you come sit with us, Evie? No, I'd rather not. (laughs) Uncle Sam,
4: submarine squadron. Six million dollar class... a dollar program which delivers
3: a new fighting ship every excuse me sir would you mind if i got past not at all thank you
4: what a horrible couple of girls
3: i'll say i'm sorry you had to see that
4: who's this hank would you like some popcorn
3: i have my own
4: uh oh no look what i've done i spilled popcorn all over my seat um would you mind if i moved over one uh,
6: not at all making you a prisoner are you enjoying the
4: movie I'm sorry.
3: i haven't I'm been sorry.
6: able to concentrate good
4: what's the matter is it all right if i hold, hold your what's the
2: your
6: matter? hand yes i don't want to upset you if you will put things right when I'm not looking, we'll assume it did not happen. But what? Rather oh, why don't we leave? Please, Go home. That it. would be impossible. What Everyone happened? would know. Me? Mm-hmm. You don't. Oh, know. this is a good story,
2: isn't no, it?
4: Gaslight, look.
2: You know that's look. what I mean.
4: This Gregory is horrible. Been oh, he's taken made her down.
6: completely
2: crazy. Who took it? Who took it down? Why has it been taken down?
6: Why indeed?
2: Eve.
4: I'm in love
2: with you. No, don't ring. Please don't ring. Don't shame me before the servants.
4: Eve, Please stop being did you hear concerned. what I said?
6: Now sit down and come. Yes. Yourself before they go. I'm in love with we you. I to want to, to marry you. Once for
4: I want you to have my children.
2: Not here. Please. If I do all these All right. Meaningless, meaningless things. Are you so angry with me? Yes.
4: Take a picture but don't you love me too? Don't you don't.
2: I don't know. Oh, please, this is too
6: public. Think about my reputation.
4: Squeeze my hand I didn't if you know. do.
2: I only looked there Eve. because that's where it was found twice before. I didn't know Gregory. I didn't.
6: Eve, look carefully on the walls.
2: There's a little picture missing,
3: sir.
6: Exactly. Did you take it away? I
3: don't think so, sir No, sir.
5: This is Reimagined Radio and you are listening to Exuberance is Beauty, created by Donna Barrow-Green and performed by Illuminous Audio Productions. I'm John Barber. We'll continue listening in just a moment.
0: KXRW programming is made possible by the generous support by David Dansky with David's Toys, buyer and collector of old toy trains, including Lionel, Flyer, Ives, and Marks. He is interested in buying old transportation-related toys as well as toy trains from the late 1800s to the 1960s. David offers appraisals for fellow toy train lovers as well david's toys can be reached at 360-576-1602 that's 360-576-1602 community radio like this is brought to you by the generous support by our founding sponsors at adco commercial printing and graphics clark county's local print shop since 1993 adco features stationary posters flyers tickets business cards stickers Catalogs and much more. Put on anything and mail anywhere. Learn more at ADCO1.com. That's adco dot com. That's a d c o the number one. dot com. Big thank you to Craft Cannabis, formerly known as New Vansterdam, for supporting our radio community. Craft Cannabis now has two locations here in Vancouver. Both locations offer online ordering and curbside pickup. The Mill Plain location has an express window that serves as a contactless option to pick up your cannabis products. The newest shop is located on Andreessen Road, off Patton Parkway, next to the Home Depot, across from Costco. Both locations are open daily, 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. More information available at craftcannabis.com.
5: This is Reimagined Radio, and you are listening to Exuberance is Beauty, Created by Donna Barrow Green, an author and podcast producer living in Portland, Oregon, where she leads Illuminous Audio Productions, a group of voice actors giving life to audio narratives. Exuberance's beauty focuses on a love affair between Jeff and Eve. Four months have passed. During this time the hopeless circumstances of their affair has ignited Eve's jealousy, frustration, and fury. In this fury, she rejects Jeff, swearing never to see him again. When her anger cools, Eve attempts to reconcile with Jeff, but he refuses her calls and letters for more than three weeks. During that time, Eve realizes she is likely pregnant. She plans to visit Jeff at the art museum where he works and tell him the news, hoping he will choose her over his wife. Jeff's reaction will predict Eve's immediate future and the course of her life. Let's continue listening to Exuberance is Beauty.
3: Dear Jeff, I'm out in the garden right now. It is lovely and I feel as though I can still feel you here with me. Your words carry... Somehow the garden remembers, and it seems perfect out here with the flowers silently growing. They're waiting for you to bloom. I miss you. I saw the write-up about you and the bee. I didn't know you were a professor. How is it that we spend those days together and yet I don't know you at all? It makes me feel small somehow. Have I imagined it all? I think I have. I'm staring at the bench where we kissed before we made love. I wonder if our voices are still out here, in the garden. They are evidence that you were here, that what happened was real. I want to tell you so much. I want to tell you everything. That's when I come back to this feeling, this dreadful feeling that what I'm saying is wrong. That all of this is a mistake. Please forgive me. I'm sorry I wasn't able to trust you. For me, this love asks that I risk everything. And please don't be angry. But this love asks you risk nothing. For all I know, others would say I'm a fool. Please don't be angry with me. I'm ready to be a fool, to risk everything. You asked me that the last time I saw you. Do you remember? Please speak to me. I do love you. Eve.
2: Art Museum, how may I direct your call?
3: Yes, I'm. Hello, I'm trying to reach Professor
2: Lambert. Is Jeff Lambert available? He teaches painting. Yes, I know who Professor Lambert is. May I ask. Is this Miss Miller calling? Well, can I just speak with him? Tell him it's urgent. Miss Miller, I've delivered all of your messages. Professor Lambert has directed me to tell you to stop calling. This is becoming a nuisance. A nuisance? Did Jeff say that? <clears throat> professor Lambert? Yes, the professor did say that. Please stop calling. Well, I have a letter for him. May I drop it off? May I come to the museum Ms. and drop Miller? it off? I am trying to be discreet. Please stop. Eve? Evie? Hey there. You look nice. Where are you going? Downtown. Downtown. What kind of business do you have downtown? I have to pick something up. Are you going to the doctor? No. You haven't? I'll be back later. Come by for coffee? No. Eve, what are you doing? You're not going to see him, are you? Are you going to- I'm going downtown to do some shopping. What kind of shopping are you going
3: to do downtown? You're lying. Oh, stop it, Carmen. Don't judge. What would you do? You'd, you'd do the same thing if, if you were...
2: I'm just worried about you. Well, don't. I know what I'm doing. I wish I could be happy for you. I just feel like this is getting to be... This is getting dangerous. Dangerous? Have you told him? No. I I don't know anything. I I don't even know... I miss him. I know. It's hot, though. Be careful in the heat. In your condition. Well, you look really nice, Evie. Really, you do. But, Evie, are you going to tell him? What? Tell him what? That you might be probably are. I'm not... I don't even know if I am. I... I don't know. I may not be. I know, but really, dear, you do. I've been pregnant four times already. It be anything. Do you want me to come with you? What? Why are you... No, I don't. I just don't want you to judge me. I miss you. You seem so far away for a long time now. You're changing. I'm coming over later. You'll telephone me when you get home. Why won't you let me be your friend, Eve? Because you judge me. Let me come over tonight. I'll bring food. No, no. I'll bring some gin. We'll have some drinks. (laughs) Okay. All all right. That sounds good.
3: I love you. I'm just scared and confused. I know.
2: I love him so much, Carmen. He loves me too. I know you do, Eve. And I hope things go well today.
4: Ooh, awfully hot today.
3: It is. Will this line go all the way downtown?
4: Oh, you gotta transfer it a. Oh, you know what you could do? You could save yourself some trouble and just get off at the Broadway line and then go over the Broadway bridge.
3: Will that take me to the art museum?
4: Yeah, pretty close.
3: All right, then. That's what I'll do. You'll tell me when?
4: Sure will. No problem. i have to touch you. I wonder if our voices are still out here in the garden. Why can't you understand the difference?
3: Carmen's right about you.
5: Uh, uh,
4: ma'am, we're at the Broadway line.
3: Oh, thank you. Oh, no transfer?
4: Nope, just uh, walk up to Broadway and you'll see the museum. Can't miss it. Big white building.
2: Hello. Welcome to the Art Museum. How may I help you? One ticket, please. Of course. The whole museum or just the botanical exhibits? The botanical. Just the... the Portland Botanicals by Jeff Lambert? Of course. They are beautiful. There are several galleries. All are from the local gardens here in Portland. Part of a series Yes, I know. All right. Oh, are the... Are the classrooms here at the museum? Yes, just past the exhibit. That's where the artists teach. Why? Is that a letter? Is that for the school? I'd be happy to deliver. Oh, that's all right. I'm just curious.
3: No, no, I, I was putting this in my purse. I'm mailing it later. I just, well, I forgot.
2: All right. If you go through those doors, you'll see the gallery with the botanicals. I might recommend the open exhibit in the second gallery as well. It's contemporary paintings.
4: The theme is evocation, poetic evocation. Overall, the entire exhibit, but the prints and paintings are are very different in how they evoke the natural world. The subtopics, the philosophy of nature, a system of stages, and each arising from the other.
6: It sounds philosophical.
4: Yes, well, isn't art philosophical? Nature in and of itself being a living whole. The botanicals, the abstract pieces. Here, uh, this piece on its own, the abstract pieces grouped, I think detract from the aesthetic. And with the portraits, the women, the natural forms, they dissolve into higher forms. Right.
6: What if the botanicals were in a smaller gallery or even a wall, massed, and lighting for the portraits that suggest-
4: No, I like containing the naturalistic sketches, contained as if it were a garden, wild, but restrained.
6: Look at this piece, an adjacent gallery, from literal to abstraction. One of the larger rooms, one form giving way to another. How many of these will you include?
4: Yeah, I haven't decided.
6: Will you include the portraits? Yeah. These two together.
4: Hmm, yeah. I don't know about that. I've, I've got to sit with them for a time.
6: Should I hold them up next to each other against the but wall?
4: Eve? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, 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 a friend of mine is here. <laughs> um, uh, Eve, this is Ted Lexington. He's curating my exhibit here at the museum, the garden sketches and paintings that I've shared with you. Uh, And this is Eve Miller. Many of these were inspired by her garden in Selwood.
6: Well, I didn't realize that's quite a contribution, Mrs. Miller. All right, Jeff, I'll keep working on the posters and we'll meet again once you've made a decision on the pieces. And look at the gallery plan again. It's nice to meet you, Mrs. Miller. I'll be in touch.
4: (sighs) Boy. Oh, it's you. You're here.
3: I shouldn't have come. I'm sorry to be a nuisance. Oh, of,
4: of course you should have. Eve, I wanted to apologize. There's
3: no need. I'm the one. No.
4: What are you doing here? I I, I would have never expected. I mean, did you take the streetcar or... Well, hey, come sit with me on the sofa.
3: I just wanted to see you, to tell you that I'm sorry for how I acted. I know it was very unkind to you. You didn't deserve that.
4: I have so much I want to say to you. I I, I I've been running the words through my mind. And... I
3: wrote you a letter, but I I I decided to come in person here. It's it's here, but I I can say that
4: a letter is that it is is this the letter, Eve? Yes. May I have it? No, I. Will you read it to me?
3: Oh, I would be embarrassed. Can't I just leave it?
4: No. I want to hear you say the words.
3: All right. Uh, now? Read it now? You you know I think I was trying to be poetic.
4: I like poetry. Eve, you know that.
3: Maybe that's why I... Oh, I'm so nervous. No,
4: go on. Please.
3: I feel silly all right the poetic part you you won't laugh i feel that way when i thought of us in the garden the poetic yeah. dear jeff i'm out in the garden right now it is lovely and i feel as though i can still feel you here with me your words carry somehow the garden remembers and it seems perfect out here with the flowers silently growing That. I, no, I'm embarrassed. Is it terribly childish? Is it too...
4: No, I, I've missed you so much. I, I have to touch you. May I do that, Eve? Of course. Did you take the streetcar all this way? Just, just to come see me? Yes. I know you don't believe me, but I'm so sorry. Every one of your calls broke yes. my heart. Uh...
3: I, I... shouldn't... I'm
4: crazy about you.
3: It's so different seeing you here. You know I've never seen you outside of my house. I...
4: I wanted to bring you here to the studio so many times. I think of you all the time, Eve. I imagine you here. I... I don't know why I'm going on like it's, this. It's... I,
3: I... feel nervous being here.
4: But why should you?
3: Because you're... you're so talented. I knew that, of course, but seeing you here, you seem so strong and smart here with with all your work. I don't know any of the things you know now watching you here in the museum i've I've only seen you at the house when I'm alone i,
4: I I'm sorry for that
3: Don't be I wanted to tell you I wanted to tell you that. I do love you. I shouldn't have said all those unkind things to you. Accused you like that. I was jealous, and and you know you know that I love you.
4: You do? I thought you did. I want to make love to you here, right now.
3: Won't someone come in? Find us? Now
4: lock the door. Eve. You love me. You've said you love me.
3: I don't want anyone to see me, Jeff. I don't- I don't want to be- It is not
4: love, Eve, if you don't trust me. Haven't I told you that so many times?
3: I do. I- I- I just don't- I don't want them to think- Shh.
4: You must trust me. No one will bother us. See? See? It's locked now.
3: We could go back to my house. You have your car here, don't you?
4: I can't wait. No. I want to make love to you right now. Right here. This minute.
3: I want to be with you, too, but. But I'm. Jeff. First, I. I want to tell you something. I. I have to tell you something first. Oh,
4: Eve. Why are you making me crazy? I love you. You're here. Please. What? What is it? What? What is it you have to tell me, Eve? Look at me and tell me.
3: I'm afraid you'll
4: be angry with me. Oh, why would I be? Please, look at me, Eve. You're worrying me.
3: I've been feeling sick. Or tired, rather. Well, both. I I have an appointment with the doctor tomorrow.
4: Why? What's wrong?
3: Because I, I think I... I I may be pregnant.
4: This is Eve. Are you sure? How? how? Is it certain?
3: No. Are you unhappy about my telling you this?
4: I, I need to think for a minute.
3: Jeff? Jeff, I'm going to go home. I'll give you time. Don't you care about me? I'm... Why are you so angry? I'm not
4: angry, Eve. I'm concerned.
3: Why aren't you talking to me about this?
4: What am I supposed to say, Eve? What? What am I supposed to say? Say
3: something. Tell me. Tell me it'll be all yeah, right. Yeah, well, it
4: won't be all right. What makes you think it'll be all right, Eve, huh? Uh, how could you... How could it be all right? Oh,
3: how can it be all my fault? It isn't. You said you did the right thing with Margaret... You said when she was pregnant, you helped her. I thought that's what you meant, that you made it all right for Margaret.
4: Yeah, that doesn't have anything to do with this. Margaret is my wife.
3: Oh, you know, Jeff, when I told Nick I wanted to have a baby, before he left for the war, when we tried, thought, maybe. You know, Jeff, Nick was absolutely beside himself with happiness. He danced all around the house and started making up names. Not at all like you. wanted a baby with me
4: is that what you thought would happen did you think i would be overjoyed and start making up names with you huh did you think i would take you in my arms and dance around here eve nick was your husband i'm not your husband so you understand that why can't you understand the difference please darling don't be don't speak to me like i'm your husband
3: Oh, my God. Carmen's right about you. You've used me, ruined me, and now you're throwing me away?
5: Eve.
4: Eve, wait. Eve. Eve.
5: You are listening to Reimagined Radio. This episode is titled Exuberance's Beauty. It was created by Donna Barrow-Green and performed by actors of Illuminous Audio production based in Portland, Oregon.
0: Big thank you to Craft Cannabis, formerly known as New Vansterdam, for supporting our radio community. Craft Cannabis now has two locations here in Vancouver. Both locations offer online ordering and curbside pickup. The Mill Plain location has an express window, That serves as a contactless option to pick up your cannabis products. The newest shop is located on Andreessen Road, off Patton Parkway, next to the Home Depot, across from Costco. Both locations are open daily, 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. More information available at craftcannabis.com. Community radio like this is brought to you by the generous support by our founding sponsors at ADCO Commercial Printing and Graphics, Clark County's local print shop since 1993. ADCO features stationery, posters, flyers, tickets, business cards, stickers, catalogs, and much more. Print on anything and mail anywhere. Learn more at ADCO1.com. That's A-D-C-O, the number one, dot com.
1: This is Donna Barrow, creator of Exuberance's Beauty. I hope you enjoyed this special episode for Reimagine Radio. I'll bet you're left wondering what becomes of Eve and Jeff. Listen further for a short teaser for the entire two-season podcast.
4: Eve? Eve, is that you? Oh,
3: you startled me.
4: Eve, what are you doing in Selwood?
3: Why are you out so late?
4: Why am I out here so late? I'm having a smoke. I've taken to smoking, walks at night.
3: Past my house? In the
4: neighborhood. Is that him? Is that my son?
3: Oh, yes. This, this is the baby.
4: The baby. Oh, have you rewritten the story, Eve? Is that how it is?
3: Yes, if you must know. It is how it is. I thought by now you would have come to see that this is best.
4: You sound different, Eve. I do. You sounded different the last time I spoke with you. Have things changed that much, Eve? Have they changed that much from the night you went into labor?
3: Well, what do you think?
4: You sound as if you don't have any concern for me at all.
3: I I don't know what to say.
4: Eve, the least you can do is be straight with me.
3: Well, all right. Uh, do you mean that? I'd like to be straight with you.
4: Yes, Eve. I wouldn't have said it if I didn't mean it. Tell me. I mean, go ahead then. I- if you have something to say.
3: Well, I do. As you can see, I'm. Well, you're right. I've changed. Life is. Life has different requirements of me now.
4: Does it? How's that, Eve?
3: But why do you do that? Why do you say my name over and over in such a condescending way?
4: You have changed. You seem to think you don't owe me anything at all. You used to like it when I said your name. You sound so different. I apologize if I'm being formal with you, Eve, as you say, using your name over and over.
3: Well, you sound as if you've changed, too. You sound angry.
4: No. No, I'm not the one. You know that, don't you, Eve? You know I'm the same. I've written you. You've read my letters. Eve, I've written you every week, sometimes twice. Yes, I know.
3: (sighs) Am I supposed to be thankful? What kind of position does that put me in?
4: And the words, my feelings, didn't touch your heart?
3: Well, if I'm honest, I haven't read them.
4: I'd like to hold him.
3: He's not feeling well. He doesn't do well with strangers.
4: Strangers? Don't treat me with such disrespect, such disregard. Eve, let me see my son.
3: All right. But really, he's he's got a cough. You can hear the croup.
4: Yeah, I I see that. I've been standing here asking myself, what kind of mother brings a sick baby on such a long trip and then out in the cold here in the middle of the night? Did you see me out here? Is that why you came out?
3: Of course not.
4: Of course not. It's just a coincidence. Is that, Eve? I, I thought that might have been your motivation to compromise the baby's health. Jeff.
3: That's a terrible accusation. You know it is. You know I wouldn't hurt Charlie.
4: Charlie? Yes, like your father. I'm surprised you didn't call him Nick to seal the lie.
3: Here. Just for a moment, though. I'd like to get him back inside.
4: Oh, here's my boy. Look. Uh, He likes me. He's something.
3: Yes. He's an angel.
4: Ah, You know, honestly, Eve, he he looks just like me.
3: Yes, I I know he does.
4: I have to believe, Eve, that if you love him, you love me. Isn't that right? Hmm?
3: Yes, of course.
4: That's all I want, darling. Oh, yes. I hear his little cough.
3: Give me Charlie back.
4: You don't make the rules, Eve. These months, I've allowed you to take time. Do you you understand that?
3: Allowed? You're a fool. Give me the baby. Oh, there you are, my sweet angel. Oh, he's he's starting to fuss.
4: Watch how you talk with me, Eve. I have to go. Don't walk away until we've resolved this.
3: Are you threatening me?
4: I don't know if that's a threat or not, Eve.
3: Let me go. I don't like this person you've become, or perhaps always were. Are you violent towards women? Is that why
4: Margaret is, is so... You don't know what you're flirting with. You don't know the things I can do. What things? Just lay out your threats. I'll ruin it, Eve. You won't be able to stay in Bend. Your reputation will be destroyed.
3: How How would you? But Why? Why would you?
4: Come, come closer to me, Eve. Let me touch your face. Let me look at you with my son. Look look at me. Stop this, Eve. I know you're afraid of your feelings. I I know you've lost the people you've loved most. Stop it, Eve.
3: I'm sorry for speaking to you this way. I, I am.
4: Don't you love me still?
3: Please don't do what you're threatening to do. I I promise I'll I'll let you have a say in Charlie's upbringing. If if you want him to have the same opportunities, education, I... I, Of course, I, I understand.
4: Eva, I'm doing this for your own good, and especially for Charlie. You don't realize the opportunities I'll afford him. It makes a difference, you know, to have the kind of education, experiences. Just stop behaving this way and trust me, Darling. But why? You'll see. You have to trust me. I can chart our future. I can see a, a just a wonderful life beyond this. It's it's just right there, Eve. But I'm afraid you've convinced yourself that you're capable of more. Listen. It's yeah, you know, it's late. The baby is sick. I I'm not going to argue with you any longer. For now, if you must, you know, consider it a threat, darling, but really it's not. <gasps> I'll send the instructions and train ticket. I'll send them first thing Monday.
3: But... Shh, shh, shh.
4: You'll see. But Eve, we've reached the end of my tolerance. If I do not receive a confirmation letter from you stating you've received the ticket and will be meeting me, then Eve, yeah, if I don't receive a confirmation a letter from you within a week, I'll drive to Bend and...
3: and what? What what will you do?
4: I'll bring photographs with me of you. The compromising, the explicit photographs, and I'll show Frank and whomever I need to.
3: Jeff, how could you say, trust you, and you say this to me?
4: The more you prolong this, the more I I see how your emotions affect your decisions. You know, I'm concerned about your keeping Charlie out in the cold. You've vacillated violently in the short time we've been out here, lashing out. What
3: do you expect of me? You've threatened the worst possible thing, and I'm supposed to be composed? Have no anger?
4: That's that's right, Eve.
3: Oh, don't. Please don't.
4: Come here.
3: No, no.
4: All right, look, I I understand you're upset with my demands. You know, consider the life you want. Perhaps you'll leave band and make a new life in obscurity? Is Is that what you think? But I'll find you, Eve. I have more resources, and I know more. I'll always find you.
3: Oh, all right. Maybe maybe we can talk about it, t- talk it over. Will you agree to that? Will you at least try to see my side of things? We'll talk on the telephone, and, and you'll give me an opportunity to present my, my side of things.
4: Of course, Eve. We'll... We'll have this conversation in Eugene. And I'll hear you out.
3: Why Eugene?
4: I have a plan to be together. Now, look at me. It'll be all right, I promise. It will. I understand the times we live in and how difficult it is to trust me. I see how, in some ways, I've abandoned you. And I know. It's not- I don't blame you for your instincts. You trusted me, you were, are in love with me, and you believe I failed you. You're right to be self-protective, to think about our son. Mm. You're lovely Eve. You'll see I'll keep my promises. You see, I know your feelings. I'll keep my promises to you. You will? Would I go through all this trouble, Eve? No. That's right, I wouldn't. Do you know what I wish? I wish we lived in our own little house, just me and you and the baby. I'd like a traditional life with the woman I love. Not this. Oh, we would be so madly in love with each other, like, like we were in the beginning. Do you remember? Of course. Wouldn't that be lovely? Of course. It's meant to be. I see it. I really do. This fighting between us, this is just a bump in the road, so I have to set the course. But I see our future. I see our future better than you can. Eve, I come out here almost every night, just, just like tonight, and I'll stand here and I'll think of you. Without a letter from you, I wonder... And my heart just breaks. Every day without a letter is followed by every night remembering and contemplating. You're breaking my heart, Eve.
3: There's nothing left here.
4: I know there isn't. Our future isn't here in Selwood.
5: This is Reimagined Radio, and you have listened to a special edition of Exuberance's Beauty, created by Donna Barrow-Green and performed by Illuminous Audio Productions of Portland, Oregon. The cast included Darlene Sorensen as Eve Miller, Eric Schneiwind as Jeff Lambert, Shelley Bryant and Ross Lugaza, both performed multiple roles. There is more of Jeff and Eve's story in the form of a serialized podcast called Exuberance is Beauty. Look for the podcast at any podcast host. Learn more at the Illuminous Audio Productions website www.illuminousproductions.com Sound design for this episode by Donna Barrow-Green post-production by martin john gallagher social media by regina carroll social media management and photography graphic design by holly slocum design this has been a production of reimagined radio our live performances web streaming and radio broadcasts of sound-based storytelling are heard on local regional and international community radio stations A big thanks to listeners whose contributions support programs like Reimagined Radio. If you would like to help support radio storytelling, please visit your community radio station's website and engage with the donate button. For more information about Reimagined Radio, our upcoming and past episodes, and to subscribe to our snappy email newsletter, please visit our website, www.reimaginedradio.net that's www.reimaginedradio all one word no punctuation .net. this is john barber producer and host thank you so much for listening and please join us again for another episode of reimagined radio
6: Thank you for listening to Monday Matinee right here on the Mutual Audio Network. Please consider subscribing to other days of the Mutual Feeds, including Tuesday Terrors for Horror, Wednesday Wonders, our science fiction and fantasy magazine, Thursday Thrillers for Action, Adventure, Mystery, and Crime Drama, Friday Follies, our end-of-the-week comedy series, Saturday Story Circle for Kids and Families Alike, and Sunday Showcase, bringing you the very newest in audio releases for the week From our United Artists of Audio, right here on the Mutual Audio Network.
3: The Mutual Audio Network, listening and imagining together.